All right, uh, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer, shall we? Praise you, Father. Heavenly Father, we just praise you. We thank you, Father, that your joy is our strength. We thank you, Father, for the victory that you have bought and paid for us to walk in. And Father, we just choose to walk in that. We choose to walk in your word. We choose to walk in your love and your mercy. And Father, we just choose to share you to a dying world. And we just praise you and we worship you. And we pray that everything we do and everything we say here today will bring you glory and bring you honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Good to be here. As most of you know, we are in a sermon series on prayer, and I'm going to review briefly. We started out, the battle is the Lord's, and we looked in 2 Chronicles 20, and I'll, I'll probably, I'll read that verse here in a minute. That was the first sermon. Uh, the next one was a reason to pray, and we talked about our country uh, and our families and society, and that the most important reason that we should pray is because God commands us to pray. It's a, it's a great privilege for the children of God to be able to come boldly to the throne of grace and bring our petitions. Uh, the third one was a key to a successful prayer life, and that is the Word of God. Because when we pray the Word of God, we inject His power, His strength, and all that He is into our prayer life, and that is so important. And then last week, we looked at the pr prayers of fear and the prayers of faith. And if we pray the Word of God to God, we can be assured that we have a foundation for our prayers, and that is the Word of God. Because the, the, as soon as you pray, if you don't have a foundation for your prayers, as soon as you pray, one of your friends or somebody is going to make a comment contrary to your prayers. You are going to hear something that goes completely against what you just prayed. But if you have the Word of God to stand on, and you know that you are praying God's will, it changes everything. It gives you that foundation, and like I've said before, it injects God's power and His strength into your prayers. Glory to God for that, huh? So this morning, I want to talk to you about the power of praise. Say that with me, the power of praise, and you know, praise can be the most powerful prayer you'll ever say. It can be. For this one reason. It's because it is all about God. It's about the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost. Now guess what's not in that equation when I say it's all about God? Real praise and worship is all about God. It's not about you. It's not about your family. It's not about your last week's circumstances. It's not about your life. It's not about your lot in life that, that you was dealt. It's not about that. It's all about Him. You know, and sometimes we just need to take time and put everything else out of the way and focus on nothing but him. That's when things get turned around. Because God wants to be number one in our life. He will not be number two in your life. He, will, he cannot be number two. You've, you, I, I've said it before and I'm sure I'm not the first one. If God runs a race, he wins. If, if he plays a round of golf, he'll have 18 hole-in-ones. That's what will happen. 
So God will not be number two. He will only be one in your life. Okay? So that's why praise and worship can be the most powerful thing that you'll, will ever come out of your mouth. You know, during each one of these sermons uh, that I've preached, the Lord has kind of has given me uh, a sentence that kind of brings a point home. And this week, it's this. True praise and worship bypasses where we are in life and goes straight to who he is. And that's what true praise and worship does. It bypasses all of the crazy things that keep us awake at night. All the crazy things that's going on at work and in your life, true praise and worship bypasses all of that and goes straight to who God is. And that's so important. I'm going to read to you, I, I mentioned 2 Chronicles 20, 13, and 15. And this is where we started a few weeks ago. In the battle is the Lord. I'm going to read this to you. And then we're going to go to 2 Chronicles 20, uh, 20, 20. So if you've got your Bible, go ahead and turn there. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. And while you're going there, you can glance down. I'm going to read 2 Chronicles 20, 13, and 15 briefly. And it says, verse 13, As all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, with their wives, their children, the Spirit of the Lord came upon the men standing there, and his name was Jehaza, son of Zechariah. Verse 15, and he said, listen, all the people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army. Uh, if, we, if we read, we'll, we'll see here a little bit that there was three armies attacking uh, the, the people of God and King Jehoshaphat. And he said, do not be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but the battle is God's. Now, how many want to sign up for that? Amen. How many want to sign up for the fact that God will fight your battles that he will do the hard work, the heavy lifting. Who wants to do that? We all, we all do. And I want to tell you today that praise and worship is one of the key areas in your life that will take you closer to God and farther away from your natural circumstances in this world. All right? Are you with me? All right, 2 Chronicles 20.20, we have that scripture for you. Uh, this is a New Living Translation. And it says, early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of, of is that Tiko, Tikoa? How do you, you pronounce that? Somebody. Nobody. Huh? Okay. Yeah. That's it right there. I pronounced that like five different ways and none of them sounded right. And it goes on to say that on the way to Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and, and you will be able to stand firm, believe in his prophets and you will succeed. 
It goes on to say, verse 21, And after consulting the people, the king appointed singers to go ahead of the army to sing, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Verse 22, and at that very moment, they began to sing praise, or to sing and give praise. And the Lord caused uh, the armies of Ammon, Moab, Mount Sira to start fighting among themselves. Verse 23, the armies of Moab, Ammon turned against their allies. You guys know what allies are? All right, they turned against each other. They were, they were friends, they were in cahoots together, but they turned against each other from Mount Seir and they killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began to t attack each other. Verse 24, so when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see and not a single enemy escaped. Not a single enemy escaped. All right, if you will, go back to verse 20 with me. Second Chronicles 20, 20. It says, early the next morning, the armies of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way to Jehoshaphat, he stopped them and said, listen to me, all the people of Judah and Jerusalem. Now, it would be just like me saying this morning, listen, all believers in Jesus Christ. All right? Are you with me? So all believers in Jesus Christ, listen to what he's saying here. They say, he said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you just probably won't remember this, but we looked at Hebrews eleven six 6 a, a few weeks ago. And it says that, uh, without faith, it's impossible to believe God. That we must believe who he is in order for him to receive his blessings. That's exactly what it says. And that's what it's saying here. Uh, he's telling them, believe in the Lord your God. And that's exactly, like I said, that's exactly what we read in Hebrews eleven six. 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those who come to God must believe that he is. There's only one way you're ever going to believe that God is who he is. You know how that is? How did, how did you come to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ? You heard. And what did you hear? You heard the word of God. You heard the truth of God is how you come to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And there's only one way that you'll walk in the deeper things of God, the greater things of God. If you want God to use you, if that is one of your prayers, God use me. God use me. Use me in a greater way. I'll tell you how to do it. All you do, you read his word. And you put that word inside of you and God will use you. He will use that word that you put inside of you. Who knows how? I don't know how, but God does. You might just be, you'll be reading, reading the word, and reading the word. You might read the word for six months or, or, or a year. I had a guy uh, tell me one time, you know, I was later in life before I ever pastored my first church. And I had a Mennonite friend, don't make any difference, he's a Mennonite, he's, I mean, he's a friend of mine, still is. He says, uh, after he found out I was pastoring a church, he says, boy, I bet that really keeps you in the Word, don't it? You know, and I thought, no, I really think in the Word came before being a pastor. 
I don't think if I'd been, if I hadn't have been faithful and being in the word, I would have never, God would have never called me to be a pastor. Now that's a word for somebody. If somebody wants to be used by God, if you want to be used by God and you're serious about it, be in the word. Because I'll tell you what happens. You put that word in and there's instances and times in life when you're walking through your daily life, God will pull that word out of you to share to somebody. You see, because see, God wants you to speak and act and do his word. Amen. Amen. That's all for free. That, was, that wasn't in my notes. That's kind, of a, that's kind of a side journey. But notice, he says, believe in the Lord your God. And then it goes on to say, and you will be able to stand firm. And of course, we all want to stand firm, right? He says, and believe, believe in the prophets and you will succeed. You see, the, the men of God, hopefully, prayerfully, the majority of the men of God, they seek God. And because they seek God, God shows them things. And he shows, he shows them directions to go. And he's saying here, if the children of God here, and same way with, with the church, if they will follow God and, and listen to the prophet of God, God will lead them into greater things. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Verse 21. It says, after consulting with the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him in holy splendor. And this is what they sing. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Okay, praise team. This morning, praise team. Come right up here with me for a minute. I'll tell you what, come right here. Praise team, come right here. All right. Uh, security, security. Anybody that's on security, come up here just a minute. Come ahead, Noah. Mark, you come ahead. George. Derek, come on up. You guys on the front row, go ahead and come on up. All right. Now we're going to have a tug of war. <laughs> Who's the anchor? <laughs> no, not really. We're not going to have it. Over. But notice this. I'm going to read verse 21. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army. Now, I just want to ask you, would you do that? If you was going into battle. If you was going into battle, okay, let's say we should have, I guess I should have planned this out a little better and we would have had an army on that wall over there. We could have projected that. Okay, so all you guys act like you're getting ready to play a trumpet. All right. All right. They're playing trumpets. Okay, you guys pull your swords out. You guys got a sword. Okay. So we got, can I give these guys a hard time just a little bit? We got a bunch of musicians, okay? We got a bunch of musicians, and we got a bunch of warriors, all right? And the army is over there, and we're going into battle. Are you ready? Okay, the army's behind you. So you guys, see all them guys over there with the swords is going to kill you? You're first. You're first. Yeah, you're all first. 
Isn't that exciting to know that you're first? You just get to go first. If they hear us playing trumpets, they're done. <laughs> That's right. You're right. <laughs> so, but, but see, now think about this. None of, we would never do this. We would never do this. But if you want God to fight your battles, we got to change our mindset. We got to change our mindset because this is how God set it up. He says, I'm going to fight your battle for you, but we're not going to do it your way. We're going to do it my way. And God says, I want, to, I want all these musicians, all these singers, that they probably don't even own a gun. Well. A gun? <laughs> They're all probably, I don't know, I better be quiet. <laughs> So anyway, you've got all these musicians going against three armies. Three armies is what the scripture said. Now, you know what I would do? And I, you would do the same thing. I'd say, okay, guys, pull out your swords. And I'd say, the army's over here, right there. We're getting ready to fight them. I'd say, you guys go. And if you guys are victorious, then we're going to praise and worship. Boy, I hope they're victorious because if they're not victorious, we're not going to have praise and worship. If, you know, if, if, if they're not victorious, if they don't defeat that army, we're not going to praise and worship. We're going, oh, yeah. it's been a terrible week. I know, I'm not a very good actor. But see, that's not the way God thinks. That's not the way God does it. God says, hey, and, and, and th- th- this, is real, this is really what he says. In a nutshell, he says, hey, if you will be obedient to me and let me lead you, we'll have a different plan and we will be successful. We will be victorious. All right, so how many many want this praise and worship to go first or how many many want the uh, warriors to go first? Praise and worship. Hey, how many says praise and worship? How many say the warriors? Wow. Man, you guys. All right, stay with me just for a minute. No, go, go ahead and sit down. You just sit down. Hey, thank, give them a round of applause. <clears throat> now, I want to elaborate on that. I want to elaborate on that just for a little bit. Now, wouldn't you think, like I said earlier, wouldn't you think... They, that they would wait and praise and worship after the battle was won. But that's not what they did. In fact, uh, J- Jesus, Jesus says, he talks about being praise and worship being so important. When he was entering into Jerusalem, his followers, his disciples were praising worship him. Hosanna, glory to the highest. And there were some Pharisees was telling Jesus, tell them to be quiet. And you know what Jesus said? If they don't cry out, these rocks will cry out. That's how important our praise and worship is. Somebody's going to praise him. It's either going to be us, it's going to be the rocks. It's going to be Orchardville Church, or it's going to be somebody else. But somebody is going to praise him. Now, I want you to notice this. Praise team, notice this. The next time you strike a chord. The next, when you get up here in a little bit, I want you to th- think about this verse 22. 
We've got that. Verse 22 for you. And it says, at that very moment they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the army of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sur to start fighting amongst themselves. The very moment you start to sing and worship, God starts to fight on your behalf. Amen. The very moment. Amen. It don't take 10 minutes. It doesn't take 10 minutes. It doesn't take 30 minutes. The very moment they started to sing and praise him, God started working upon their behalf. Isn't that glorious? Verse 23, it says, The army of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Sur and killed every one of them. And after they had destroyed the army of Sur, they began to attack each other. Wouldn't you love it? If the devil and all of his demons started beating their heads together and left you alone and they would destroy themselves, glory to God. Yes. Now stay with me this morning because we are talking about defeating our enemies with the power of praise and worship. We're talking about straightening the paths of our young ones, straightening the paths of our children with the power of praise and worship. I'll tell you what happens. I'll, t I'll tell you because I've seen it. If the congregation grows up praising and worship and won't raise a hand and won't raise a voice and, and won't hoop and holler. I used to go off the church with a lady and her name was Vicki. Bless her heart, she is my pastor, Vicki Clark. And, and I got to call it, well, she's going to have a Vic fit here in a little bit, a Vic fit. Some, we might have a Samantha fit once in a while, there's nothing wrong. But I'll tell you what, if you don't have a Samantha fit once in a while or a Vic fit once in a while, you need to get a little closer to God. That's right. Because once in a while, <laughs> yeah, because, because once in a while, we got to get over there on the victory realm. We got to get over there where we are the king of kings and the Lord of lords, over there with him. Over there where, where we're the head and not the tail. You know, I'll tell you what, a lot of times, you know, we, uh, we are too wound up in this world that we live in. Because we are in the world. I give you that. The scripture says we are in the world. But it also says we're not of it. The problem is, is we're too much of. That's the problem. We can't be of because, and like I've always said, the most miserable place for any Christian is sitting on top of the fence. You're not in the world. You're half in and you're half out. Most miserable place in the world. The power of praise is what we're talking about this morning. The power of praise to move in your life, to move in your prayers, in your families, in your household. Glory to God. Joshua 6 talks about the walls of Jericho. And very, I'm going to give you the short version of that this morning. They marched around Jericho, around and around and around and around, and nothing happened. Joshua told them, don't say a word. 
These walls were so wide that they had chariot races around the tops of the walls. So you can imagine how wide they were. Built of stone, massive, massive walls. And Joshua tells them, don't say a word, don't say nothing, just march. Don't say a word. Can you imagine if Joshua would allow them to talk, you know what they'd said? I'll give you an idea. They said, man, Chester, you see those walls? I don't think we can bust through them. What do you think? Yes, we can. No, we can't. No, we can't. (laughs) (laughs) So Chester would have hollered out and said, Hey, John, you think we can bust through them walls? I doubt it. They look... They look pretty, pretty thick to me. How, hey, Mark, you think we can bust through them walls? There is no way we can bust through those walls. That's what we do. Do you see how big those walls are? You know how wide those walls are? There's no way we can get through those walls. That's what happens sometimes when we get to talking too much. We can't defeat that. That wall won't come down. That thing's walking all over me. I can't defeat that problem. But that's not right. That's why Joshua told them, don't say a word, because he knew that doubt and unbelief would come out of their mouth, and God cannot work around doubt and unbelief. Amen. As we have praise and worship, I want you to think about this. Think about the words that you're singing. These words are based on scripture these words are truth these words is who our God is and he is worthy to be praised I'll tell you I'll tell you what to do let's try this have a mindset that when you're singing these songs when you're singing them that you are actually in battle. You know what that is? That's called faith. Because you are lifting him up. You're lifting who he is up. And you know where he is? He's above every problem you've got. He's above every situation you've got. He's above every circumstance you've got. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.